You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy. Esther, what are you doing? Learning how to play ukulele? We're recording. We're recording? Hi, and welcome to the Dark and Twisty Podcast. Where we give you advice from two people who need advice themselves. I'm Esther. And I'm Nikki. Let's get right into this. Hey guys, it's Esther here. For this special bonus episode, we wanted to talk about COVID-19. We know a lot of podcasters are talking about this issue, which is why we decided to make it a bonus episode. So here are some tips and tricks on how to deal with loneliness and anxiety during this uncertain time. So we got a question from one of our viewers that leads us into what we want to talk to today. So I'm going to read out the question. Um, I'm so stuck in the corona mindset. Can you give me tips for dealing with loneliness and anxiety during this pandemic? Okay, so I think that this is super relatable to all of us because as a world, unanimously, we're all going through this loneliness and anxiety. You know, we're social distancing and being quarantined and not working and our daily lives and our daily schedules have been disrupted, not by a good thing, by a negative thing, a a disease that's going around the world and spreading like wildfire. And it, it really, it hits home. It's hard. And I don't think it's hard for just me or you. I think it's hard for everybody that's involved. Even someone who, you know, someone living in Florida where it hasn't necessarily hit so bad yet, the fact that businesses are suffering and, you know, it's it's just been a, a really crazy time. And I think that everybody can agree that this feeling is, the, the feeling of anxiety really, really adds to everything that's going on. And I just want to say that I think for the past, like, maybe week or two, there has not been a day where I have, haven't have had trouble falling asleep at night because of how anxious I am. Like, I'm not going to lie about this at all. I'm someone who suffered from anxiety, but always pertaining to a specific thing. It's never been, like, a generalized anxiety. And, like, I, there has not been one night where I haven't been able to fall, where I've been able to fall asleep easily because I've just been so anxious. Like, everything that's going on is just making, like, I always feel this, like, heaviness in my chest. Like, even just sitting on my phone in the living room, like, looking at memes and watching TikToks, which I've downloaded now because there's literally nothing else to do. <laughs> and I'm like... Loki, I'm a I big fan always, of TikTok now. I was very I against know, it before this time, and now I'm a fan. And my favorite TikToks are, like, people, like, how... You know, it's, like, people that were... Said they, like, the people that were born in the 90s that said they would never join TikTok, like, joining TikTok now. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so true because like we're always like oh I'm too old for TikTok I'm too old for TikTok and now I'm like like I miss this phase like I'll have to wait on the next one you know so anyways I feel like what we really wanted to discuss we don't want to really focus our entire episode on the coronavirus because Mm -hmm. everywhere you turn that's all we hear that's all everybody speaks about it's it's everything that's going on so sometimes it gets a little stressful and anxious just even opening up your phone you know I I wish I could go which is basically what I was saying is that just talking about Corona constantly has driven me so crazy I had to tell my family group I had to say to them like to my aunts and everything I was like guys I love you but we cannot talk about this here anymore I'm like we could talk about it because there's like 17 different chats between the aunts and the cousins I'm like you could talk about it on this chat but we cannot talk about this in every chat because I can't look at my phone anymore I can't do it yeah you know yeah I and I and I feel that I honestly like I have gone at the beginning of it I kept like going back and forth with like this is crazy to like oh my god this is hilarious like nobody's working when you really think about it like We're living in a crazy time. It's a crazy situation that's going around. So instead of focusing on how crazy and sad it is, let's try to focus on how to manage these emotions and that it's okay to feel this way. But what are we going to do to make sure that, like, it's not overwhelming and overbearing, even though it's going to be at times and it's, it's inevitable. There's no getting around it. But, like, to the most of our ability, like, if we could help ourselves. So what I would definitely say is one thing you really have to do is you've got to keep busy. 
you know, because the second you start sitting around and looking at your phone and looking at updates, like as much as we love this time to just chill and look at our phone and updates and things, it's going to get, it's going to get boring because let me tell you, like, I hate to say this, but this, this is, there's a good chance this is going to be a really long time that this is happening. And like, if we just sit there and let it build and build and build, you're just going to really drive yourself crazy. I think it's really important to keep yourself busy. I know that I've been, I've gotten myself into a routine. I wake up at the same time every day. I exercise for at least an hour because I want to feel a little bit of normalcy. I've been, oh, I've been so creative with my cooking. <laughs> let me tell you. The other night I was making French onion soup and I was like, ooh, I want some bread. Oh no, I'm going to bake my own bread. <laughs> because, like, Quarantining what else am for I the doing? <laughs> You know, I mean, also yeah. I don't have a job. So it's not like I, I agree that keeping busy is the number one because when you get into this like lazy watching tv all day every day till four in the morning waking up at 3 p.m like you don't feel good and there's no way that's going to help your anxiety you know mm-hmm. it's maybe yeah. even yeah being awake at normal times and and all those things yeah it might also you're going to have anxiety during those times that's totally normal and fine but why do you need to increase it with making yourself need four coffees in the day and you know staying up till four in the morning like be reasonable and, yeah. be responsible about it with that like with the whole routine thing I really do think it's it's important to keep a routine and I know that you want to take this time to relax because you know you work you're in school and like this is the only time that you're going to get to do this obviously god willing hopefully if the world is saved right. but on the same hand it does kind of feel like, like the world is ending like in a you certain also, way you do need to give yourself like you can give yourself the weekend like what I've been doing personally is keeping myself on a generalized routine every day sometimes I wake up an, an hour later sometimes I wake up an hour earlier but I'm keeping myself on that routine trying to get myself into a pattern going to bed at a normal hour and all of that and then on the weekends I don't do that on the weekends I can sleep until 1 2 p.m you know give myself that time but once the weekend is over once even Sunday hits here I'm like Sunday hits or Monday hits and I'm back on my routine because it keeps a little bit of normalcy in your life and I think that's really important right now yeah being that everything is taken out of place try and like keep that normalcy I think that's a really good like really good way of of just another way of just coping you know with the current situation Mm -hmm. and I mean for me personally I have to work every day from home so I'm working from 9 a.m till 2 30 p.m every day and I'm gonna be working I think once or twice a week um with my with my nannying job in the afternoon you know to teach him a little bit and because he's currently in the same house as me. I drove down with him <laughs> to Florida with his mom and his brother. Another thing that I did today for the first time since it started, I was like, you know what? I am going to take some me time to, like, self-care, which I know everyone's been saying, like, self-care, self-care. I'm going to come out of this, like, you know, glowing. And I was like, you know what? You know what I did, Esther? You'd actually be proud of me. I decided I'm going to work on repairing my curls. Thoughts. No way. Yeah. My heat... I've been... So if anybody doesn't know um I've been straightening my hair for years Years. and I have curls and I never take care of them I'm like you know what today I'm gonna do it and it it actually looks so good I'm gonna send you a picture I'm proud of myself wow I'm so So excited taking that time to do the things for your skin and hair that you wouldn't be able to normally do and I would say like if to do your hair and do your makeup every once in a while feels really good in quarantine it really does but also on the other hand, to give your skin that rest, to give your hair the time to repair itself, also feels really good. So I think it's really about balancing that as well. You know, taking this time for yourself to, like, just really, like, work on your... your. It could be in your appearance, on anything on the inside, like, you know? Yeah, I agree. It's something to make you also feel good, you know? Like, set goals like, if for you yourself. Need to put Honestly, on, that's if, if what you it need is. to put on a little bit of makeup just to feel good about yourself, like, we support you. You don't need to wear makeup only when you're going the out of the house. What the hell if, did you just send me? 
No, it's my password for Amazon. <laughs> just ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to log in because I want to order the new mic. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh it's really hard password, right? I can't remember it. I thought you were like trying to tell me a secret that you didn't want the podcast to hear. I'm like, ooh, it takes a semester. It is a really weird password. Yeah, but another thing I wanted to discuss about setting up, um, when you're setting goals for yourself, you have to set yourself up for success because we all know that when we fail, it's not very encouraging. You know, failure doesn't make you feel like, ooh, okay, good, let's try again. It makes you feel like, eh, Maybe let's not, you know, like this didn't work out, um, not discouraged, you know. So what I would say is that if you know, let's say you want to work out and you want to work on working out while you're out in quarantine or yoga, right? Yoga is something that I want to start doing while I'm in quarantine. And I'm going to say, okay, fine. I'm going to do yoga once a day for an hour a day. Me saying that is unrealistic because currently... I'm motivated with the idea, but I've never done it. So me saying I'm going to do it every single day for an hour is not necessarily something that I can stick to, you know, for the rest of my quarantine. But if I say for one week, I'm going to do it every single day for an hour, I can push myself through that one week. And then once I finish the week, say, oh, do I want to do it again? Because then you can add on another week or you could say a week was too long. Let me do it for another three days. You can slowly add on or, oh, the time was too long. Let me make it for 15 minutes a day, but I could do it every single day for the next week. Mm -hmm. This way you can evaluate yourself after each time. So you, you never end up to that point where like, Oh, I was supposed to do it today and I didn't do it. So it's over. You know, you want to get to that point where even if the goal might be smaller, 15 minutes a day is not really so much. It's really not for yoga. Like people could do it for hours a day. So 15 minutes is kind Mm -hmm. of nothing. But for me, who's a beginner who I don't really know much about it, it's going to be hard for me to get into a yoga routine. If I'm doing it every single day for an hour, every single day forever. There's no, there's no end goal. There's no end game. So if I say I'm going to do it every single day for 15 minutes for a week, maybe at the end of the week, I'll build it up to 30 minutes a day. Or maybe I'll say at the end of the week and be like, okay, I did it for a week. I need to do it every other day. It was too much for me to do it every day. That is totally fine and totally normal, but at least I didn't fail. I succeeded. I made myself a goal that I could do. And then now I can set my next goal after that week. Right. You know, for some people, it might be a three day for some people might be every other day for an hour. Everybody has to make their own goal. You have to know yourself. You have to figure out what would work for you, but always set yourself up for success because success leads to more success. When you finish something and you accomplish something and you you did what you said you were going to do for that week, you feel good about yourself. So that makes you want to do something even more, even if it's not the same thing, even if it's not, you know? So the other part of this question that we wanted to address is like the, how to deal with loneliness in quarantine. So I think this is better for, I mean, obviously I'll help out, but it's better for Esther to kind of kick this off because I personally am not like the craziest of social people. Like I have my friends and I like talking to them, but I I don't need to be around people like ever. It definitely is a better question for me to address because I'm much more of a social person. Because you're more social and you rely on hanging out with your friends a lot more. And I don't really rely on hanging out with my friends so much. Like I don't necessarily like Whatever. Yeah, that's my point. Next. Yeah. I'm the kind of person that I I finish work at 5.30 p.m. every day, and from 5.45, I already have plans with my friends until about 11 p.m. Different friends every time, different things. Sometimes it's just going to their house to chill. Wow, we get it, Sometimes it's watching a movie together. Uh, You know, it's... Yeah, I'm not going to brag, but... (laughs) (laughs) Either way, so it really was... It was really hard for me to be quarantined on my own with my family, but I was exposed... Um, at my family party and (laughs) my friend was at that party with me and she was exposed the exact same way so the minute I found out that I would have to be stuck inside for 14 days I drove and picked her up and she came to quarantine with me and my family (laughs) so 
I can't really say anything about loneliness in this time specifically because I wasn't lonely. And now I'm in Florida by my cousins. They have eight kids, two parents. Two of them are married with wives. Like, there's a lot of people here. It's But the thing is, it doesn't really matter, I think, the amount of people that you're with. It's that, like... You're you miss being around the people that like your friends yes. like going out and being able to socialize and see people and like it feels get away from your family like we all love our family but a lot is you know enough is enough yeah. and a lot is a lot you know yeah so I I definitely think that like I got a good end of the deal that like I'm with so many people that I do love and I never get to see so it's exciting for me but the thought of being here for three months also it feels restrictive it's it's a long time it's a lot and you know but. I definitely want to say that about loneliness in general, the world at large right now, like generally, we don't feel this like unity between the entire world ever, really, because every country does their own thing and everybody does their own thing. And you're working, so you feel a certain thing with your work, but everybody at your work lives in a different community, does different things. Like there isn't really this grand unity. And I feel like that this whole Corona situation brought out this like world unity for the whole world like we're all going through it together but at the same time it brought about a big distance between everybody because we're all going through it together but we're all really in it alone because you know at the end of the day if you if you are carrying the virus you're quarantined to your room isolation that's not even like with your family I've discussed a lot about loneliness because I'm the kind of person that I always even in high school and elementary school like I always go to the bathroom with my friends I always like I never did anything alone I would go my mom would send me grocery shopping and I would pick up a friend first like yeah the friend added 45 minutes to my drive because you know a little bit of time in the beginning a little bit of time at the end the store was near my house it's on my same street and yeah. I went to pick up a friend first from the other side of town because it's always more fun with people I always said that you know doing laundry my friends would come to my house I could do laundry with them you know what I'm saying Right. And I've always been that kind of person that, like, really enjoys company in every situation. So I've learned something about myself. One of the reasons I wanted to solo travel, which I've discussed previously about Vietnam, is I wanted to be okay with loneliness. Because in our world, loneliness has a negative connotation. And it's definitely something that doesn't have any connotation. It's a very neutral word. But we, as a society, put this negative loneliness as, like, a sad and, and bad. It's, it's associated with the negatives, which is why a lot of people are struggling with this loneliness loneliness if loneliness was a neutral thing you can use it as a positive or as a negative you can say wow I was so lonely in Vietnam it was amazing right but right. you would That's never so hear true. someone use that sentence ever so true because it's so not what our society gives to you know our society doesn't believe that it's a positive thing but what I what I, I what I learned and what I've always wanted to accomplish is that we kind of, we were born in this world alone and we die alone. We are able to be alone. And there are people, think about it like this. Obviously, it's it comes with its struggles and obviously I'm not saying this as like a blanket rule. It is extremely difficult and hard. But someone who doesn't have friends their whole life, they could still be amazing and successful and do amazing things. They could still have a really good, solid life. I'm not saying that there's no challenges involved. There definitely will be, and there definitely are challenges. And I'm not saying it's easy or fun. It's it's hard, and it's, I'm sure, hurtful at times. And, and they went through a, a bunch of different battles, I'm, I'm sure of. But they were able to live a good, fulfilling, meaningful, amazing life. Friends are a positive. Friends are an extra. Friends are not necessity. And that's what I want to bring out is that being lonely, being confined to your own house, the only reason it's bad is because it's restrictive and it's not because it's by choice. It's because you have to be stuck in your home because you don't want to put other people at risk and you don't want to put yourself at risk. But at the end of the day, the idea of being lonely, how to deal with being lonely is you should really be, try to learn to be okay 
with being on your own. Be okay with yourself. Understand that your thoughts, yeah, maybe you don't want to have these thoughts, but they're valid and there's a reason you're having them. So you don't, you can be okay with the fact that you're having certain thoughts. You know what I'm saying? When you're, when you're sad and You know how we've been saying to set goals for yourself? I think that this is a great time to set that goal for yourself of learning, learning to be alone, you know? Like, this is a great time to learn how to be okay alone because really, no matter who you have in this world, the only person you really truly have is yourself, you know? And you have to learn Yes, exactly. how to... Listen, who do you trust yourself more? Who do you trust more than yourself? Right. Nobody. Right. And you shouldn't if you do, <laughs> you know? Yeah, by the way. <laughs> Definitely don't. So I think that, like, what you were saying about loneliness being like a negative, like being in this negative connotation all the time is that this is the time that we can take that and kind of like do a little like reverse Uno card, you know, and just like put a positive twist on it and learn how to be able to do this stuff. It's a good time to also self-evaluate like, oh, this is something I've been wanting to do for a while and I am stuck with myself now. So let me learn. Let me get it. You know, let me, let me do this. Let me, let me figure this out. It's a good time. Yeah. We're all going to get, we're all going to get through this together. You know, but you got to just do your part, do your part, stay home, be safe. It's not about you. Like, I understand that you're young and you have a good immune system, but not everybody does. So don't be ignorant, especially now that young people are starting to get sick. Like, what do you want? What do you want to happen from this? We're basically battling the darkest, like this dark time in this dark situation where there's so much negativity surrounding us and so much anxiety and so much loneliness from everybody that the kindness and the positivity that we are bringing into the world is it's it really it battles it's a battle and it's it's pretty yeah. cool for a chance to have your questions answered direct message us through instagram or send us an email at darktwistypod at gmail.com don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating and review and we will talk and we'll see to you, you in our next episode oh, sorry, next week next week yeah <laughs> If the world still exists. Amen. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.